The show starts in five, four, three, two, one. Hello and welcome everyone to the Clark Connection Podcast. I'm your podcast host, Walt Clark, and we're in our second season. We look forward to you listening and certainly look forward to hearing from you. Wherever you are in this great, big, beautiful world, we hope that we can touch your heart, inspire your mind, and speak to your soul on this journey called life and help make the road smoother. So if you're ready, let's get to it. The Clark Connection Podcast, where we talk about what we talk about. My guest today is an amazing young woman that I've known for a number of years. I won't say how long because that'll tell everything. So we'll just we'll just keep it at a number of years. Uh, she's a certified sexuality educator through the American Association of Sexuality Educators, Counselors, and Therapists, as well as a certified health education specialist through the National Commission for Health Education Credentialing. Okay, breathe. Now, (laughs) she's completed the sexual health certificate program at the University of Michigan School of Social Work, earned a certificate in sexuality counseling and sexuality education, earned her PD... earned her PhD in health studies, community health from Texas Women's University, didn't know they had their own university. It's wonderful. And she holds both the MPH and BS, and she's going to tell us what MPH is, in community health from Indiana University, Bloomington. Over 20 years of practical and academic public health experience. She is my little cousin, and I love her, and I'm so glad she's here. She Yay! is Dr. Jay. I probably got on the Clark Connection. It only took like two seasons, but I'm in, finally. Right. Right. Finally, I got the call. And I am so glad to have you. Uh, let me say, Let me say to everybody that when I was going through the uh, worst part of my health issues that Dr. J was there, called me, texted me, did everything, even with her heavy work schedule and playing with the horses and all of that stuff. You know, she she found the time, made the time to call and check oh, on me. Man. And I, I absolutely appreciate that. I, I love you for that. I really, oh, really man. do. Always. So let's let's get right to this. First of all, let's let's talk about what a sexuality and health educator is and does. Okay. So um, let's start with the health educator because that's that's the easiest one to digest. Um, anything related to your physical, emotional um, health state. We can go talk about things related to arthritis, asthma, cancer, any health-related issue. Um, a health educator can be trained 
um, to not only discuss it in a meaningful way, but also create and evaluate programs around that topic for best and next practices. The fun part comes in when you take it a step further as a sexuality educator or a sex educator is to talk about all the things that we do, why we do it, when we do it, how we do it, when it comes to um, sexual intercourse, relationships, and anything related to intimacy. So I, you know, I always say that we could talk about all the things that go on in the, and out of the bedroom could be the kitchen, um, but also it could be a physician's office to talk about, um, you know, what parts you have, how the parts work and what you want to do with those parts. So health, and I think this is something we miss in discussions, uh, health and sexuality really kind of go hand in hand. Exactly. Exactly. Because when we talk about our emotional health, um, that can directly impact our sexual health and, and vice versa. Um, so they really do. When we think of your physical body, the one thing that you own that you are with all day, every day, understanding why it does what it does, how it does it, when things change, all of those are, are health-related issues. And when you add in the component of intimacy or inner course, outer course, and all of the relationship things, then that brings in the conversation of sexual health. Now, now you threw me off with, I, I got the inner course part. I'm, I inner course and outer course. I got, so I, got, you, I, got, I, got five, I got five kids, so I got the inner course. Yeah, the so you got the inner course part. But outer course is just basically when you don't have penetrative sex. Some people call it foreplay, okay. um, all right. but it's 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 still involving all of your anatomy and your parts, but um, it doesn't always have to be penetrative sex. Gotcha. Okay. I knew it was a name for it that I'd understand. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> because if you just, if you focus on penetrative sex, then you're missing a lot of what sex is and yeah. how people can define it. So now, oh, and, and as you know, always on social media and mm -hmm. i've seen these memes where women are saying something about men men are saying something about women they go back mm -hmm. and forth you know giving advice if she does this then she's this or if he does that what creates that divisiveness well i think social media is you know its own beast in itself but it's in my opinion i feel like people want to be seen and they're looking to find their tribe whatever that tribe is okay. and in doing so they align themselves with people who are thinking similarly but at the same time, not always placing value on the alternative discussion and conversation that can often be a companion to their argument or to their point of view and perspective. Yeah, because I notice on Twitter, especially on Twitter, uh, the conversations in, in our community, in the, in the mm -hmm. Black community especially, mm -hmm. really get rec reckless they mm -hmm. get almost abusive down, almost abusive absolute how do it's a big question but couple by couple person by person how do we begin to i'm going to say punch a hole in that hot air mm -hmm. balloon so you know what's interesting is 
one of the many things that I talk about is being your own best advocate, um, whether that's for medical issues, health issues, sex issues, educational issues, but it's being your own best advocate. And the only way you can truly do that is to be informed and educated. So when you see ignorance, which in the truest sense of the word of not knowing, you have to take it with a grain of salt. And I think when we are becoming a culture of it was on the internet and I saw it. So I either need to respond and chime in so people know which side of the argument I'm on or it's pumping it up and giving it more validity than it really deserves. So I think the the best weapon we have for that is is being more informed about just how silly some things are. One of the most recent ones that's not necessarily sexual related, but a relationship topic is the one about don't women saying, don't take me to Cheesecake Factory on the yeah. first day. And then it's, it's just like, Okay, so we're really about to argue about going to Cheesecake Factory. And in response to that, I'm going to tell you all the things on why Cheesecake Factory is bad. And then I'm going to counter with things that you can't do on your first date. It's it's absolutely ridiculous. And if you take it as humor and you take it with a grain of salt, but then people really kind of dig their feet into it and, mm-hmm. and you argue about why it's a great date or why it's not. Um, But I think we have really created a culture of, I want to be seen and I want to go viral. And what is it that I can say and do um, to make that happen? Whether it's true or not. Um, We we take our opinions as facts when it's an opinion. Right. The fact is everyone can have one, but they are not all true. Right. So in this day and age of, I I guess I want to call it relationship, the relationship fact, Mm -hmm. because it seems like relationships are not developed like they used to be. No. You know, we used to to start off as friends or or even I'll go back further than that. We used to start off as classmates. Mm -hmm. We used to you know, in our neighborhood, become friends. Then, you know, uh, rock falls on our head and suddenly we discover, you know, we love this person. Mm-hmm. We have affection for them. And so we talked about it, you know, uh, sometimes the response was, I feel the same way in there. Sometimes the response was, well, I only see you as a brother or a sister. Mm-hmm. But, but now we've gone, to, going back to the cheese factory and, and, and all that, now we've gone for, gone toward manufacturing mm-hmm. relationships. Mm-hmm. Men and women on both sides wanting something in the other person that they don't have themselves. Come on now. I will say that there the conversation is always interesting when, you know, women talk about if he can't buy me this or he can't buy me that and men will talk about well if she not cooking me a home cooked meal and doing and then I I take a step back and I'm asking, you know, in my mind, can you buy yourself that? Can you make a three course meal, let alone a five course? Can you can you do your own laundry and the load not all come out pink and fuzzy? Do you have those simple life skills that you're looking for in a partner, or are you looking for that partner to replace something um, parental that you didn't get or familial that you didn't get, 
Or are you looking for someone to save you financially because you are in ruins for whatever reason, as opposed to I'm looking for someone that's equally yoked that I can build with, or I'm looking for someone that can teach me some things so I can better myself. But we want, you know, the music is this way. The social media discussions are, it's all, you know, you got to come with a bag and that could be literal and figurative, you know, a bag meaning a bunch of money or, you know, I need this kind of purse and that kind of purse from a woman's perspective, or if she's not buying me the latest Jordans and this, and it's just, it's become all very, like you said, it's all become very fabricated. Mm-hmm. And then when we see something that's genuine, when we see something that is, um, sincere, then we call it clownery. We call it, you know, simping and all this other stuff where we've come to the point where we downplay true, genuine love and affection for the myth that is being portrayed on social media. Right. Because to that point, I saw a video where husband and wife, the wife works straight days. She, no children. She Mm -hmm. comes home does whatever she has to do around the house. And when he comes home, he comes home maybe eight, nine o'clock at mm-hmm. night, 12, mm-hmm. 12 hour day. Who's cooking? She's cooking. Okay. He comes home and which is not for our generation, which is not unusual mm-hmm. because that's, that's the way we were raised. Right. Uh, and of course somebody have a problem with that, but it is what it is. Right. But what I, what I found interesting is maybe three or four videos before that was the complete total opposite. This wife, when her husband, he was a truck driver, that's what, when he would come home from work two or three days a week, she would put him in, I guess, I'm going to say in the bathroom, lay him back and give him a facial. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. You know, and, and scrub mm-hmm. his skin and wash his beard and wash his hair. And I was amazed, not really but I was amazed at the people in the comments mm-hmm. who had so much to say. The that men was had, Yeah, the men yeah. had so much to say about him, and the women had so much to say about her mm-hmm. negatively. Mm-hmm. You know, how you, uh, you ain't no real man getting no facial. And the woman said, You just spoiling him, you just taking care of him. You nothing, just nothing positive. And those people oftentimes are the ones sitting back there secretly wishing that they had someone to do any of that for them. So it's again, it's just like the Internet has just created an environment where people want to find their tribe. And I often go to the comments because they're so humorous to me. Oh, I go straight there. The most beautiful video of a father and daughter or mother and son. Mm-hmm. Or and then you go to the comments and somebody has found yep. something wrong with it. And yep. it's just like, how miserable do you have to be yeah. in life that nothing can just yep. be a lovely, pleasant video? But then, you know, we, it's like we created this relationship monster with technology. And, and that's, the, that's the saddest part. We created a reality with what was meant to be, to a certain degree, a fantasy. Yep. And now when we see what the reality is, we don't want to acknowledge it or believe that it's true. So I can genuinely be in love and love and 
people will come and be like, oh, well, she don't post him, so they're not in a real relationship. Right. Right. Or why you don't ever post your kids? They must be ugly. <laughs> oh, I've seen those. Yeah. And you're just like, you have to be the most miserable person if you really are telling a mom. And I saw something the other day. A celebrity had posted a picture of their toddler and people in the comments want to talk about how the toddler looks like. How miserable of a person do you have to be to attack mm-hmm. a child? Like, I just I just don't understand. But it's like we have to say something. And I rarely, rarely comment on posts and videos and things. And when I do, it's usually either something super sarcastic or something designed to be humorous and shameless plug. It's usually about Lenny Kravitz, to be perfectly honest. <laughs> That's usually the only post I am responding to. But um, I, 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 I haven't even, like, I don't even, I post more on my stories than I mm-hmm. have in my regular feed because people are just so I don't know. I don't know how we got to this point. You can post, you can feel comfortable in what you have on and somebody is going to come from the left and say you look ugly and fat. And then somebody's going to say something that's completely inappropriate. And somewhere in the middle, it'll be a person that says, oh, you look nice. And you were just sharing, but then you have to ask yourself, why did you share it? What were you looking for? Were you looking for that external validation of I look good? Do do they think I look good? Or I've, you know, I want to make sure that I am in line with what social media is saying I need to do. Right. And and that goes back to that 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 uh you mentioned mental health. Mm Mm-hmm. Uh, that go that goes back to the mental health aspect. Why do we do these things? What are we looking for? Mm-hmm. We looking and how for? did we get there? How and how do we, yeah yeah? How did we get from yeah. Netscape Navigator back in the early nineties <laughs> right. to now we showing our AI babies right missionary partners? Like I just I don't. It's, we have really yeah. like, let the technology take over. And, <laughs> really. And, and in that, and in that, it's hard to find people that would be genuinely attracted to us because we're making up. We we have this facade of we've created this facade on social media where we want to portray that this is really how I'm living, right? And, and we want to attract other people to this mm-hmm. by this facade. Mm-hmm. But yep. when they find out that your your face, you know, you you may you may look like Beyonce on social media, but when you get ready to go to bed, you look like Esther Rose. <laughs> I mean, you know, it's funny because I, it, it is because you know, guys talk about you know women wearing makeup. Now you see men make wearing makeup. We talk about. Women wearing hair weaves and extensions and enhancements. Now we see men doing the same thing and, you know, fake beards and and hair attachments and everything. And then when you see a woman, you know, no makeup, just out here living her best life. I think that's when you're just like, oh, so there are there are still yous left. There are still (laughs) yous left in the world. I'm like, you know, with my big frizzy hair or, you know, I will say my skin is holding up nicely. You know, my black ain't cracking yet. Yep. But um, 
I had a couple like in my motorcycle riding journey, you know, I always I very low key on baseball cap and leather and all of that. And, you know, there are other ladies that are super glamorous when they ride and I'm just not one of them. And I had a, a guy tell me one time, you know, you should really try to, you know, girl it up a little bit when you're on a bike. And I'm like, huh? What? Why? Like, this is who I am. Like, I don't understand. We've become so accustomed to seeing all the glitz and glam that we yes. just cannot, for whatever reason, or will not continue to acknowledge and accept and embrace when people are just presenting as themselves. Yeah. So, so how in this, in this, and, and I have to admit to the audience, I, I knew this was going to happen. I knew it was going to happen. We had one subject and we flew off to something. I already knew that was going to yeah. happen. So it is what it is. But getting back in that relationship thing, now the, mm -hmm. now the other part is the red flags. Now, mm -hmm. now, if we be honest, Dr. J, we are not as smart as we really think we are. I would, I, agree I, and, uh -huh. I would agree that we aren't, but I would also say that we don't want to be like, we want to ignore some things because again, we just talked about the, the fantasy and the facade that is what we are acknowledging as the unreal real world. Now uh -huh. so we don't want to see those things. Hmm. We don't want to see the red flags. We don't want to acknowledge them. Are we are we afraid that if we acknowledge them, the person attached to them will go away? Or are we more afraid? Well, I don't think it is an or. Are we afraid they'll go away and it'll take us another two, three years to find somebody else? Because at this point, I think in our society, all we really want is a bed warmer. Mm. You know, in the middle of the night, you know, when you move your foot. <laughs> you better go get a dog. Yeah. So, I mean, how do we handle acknowledging their red flags mm -hmm. and then knowing which red flags have a remedy and which ones don't? Mm. So I think one thing when I talk about boundaries and consent, one of the things I talk about is we have to first be honest with ourselves. Mm -hmm. We have to know what our boundaries are. We have to acknowledge the things that we like, the things that we dislike, the things that are non-negotiables. And those non-negotiables are those red flags. But if we feel like we can lower our boundaries for whatever reason, and we can move beyond the red flags, then we're not being honest with ourselves. So we cannot be honest with our partner or potential partner. If I know I do not like to have morning sex, if I know that, that is, I despise it for a thousand reasons mm -hmm. and my partner thrives on that, then we need to have a conversation about my boundaries and their boundaries, their desires and my desires, as opposed to me saying, oh, I can live with it. If we know that we have a thing about feet, like we don't want people looking at our feet, touching our feet or anything, and then we start dating a guy who has a foot fetish and wants you to wear specific shoes all the time and you know wants to shrimp your toes and all that, but you know that that's a hard no for you. You don't have to violate me in public. I mean, you could have said that off the air. 
<laughs> no, I'm just kidding. I'm just so it's kind of like one of those things. We have to first be honest with ourselves about what yeah. our desires are. And those aren't just sexual desires. Those are desires for who you want your companion and your partner to be. Yeah. And then knowing what is negotiable and what is non-negotiable. So, yeah, I agree that sometimes we are looking, we're just looking for a bed warmer, a transition, a pit stop, any other euphemisms. Mm -hmm. We really don't want a long-term relationship. But I think also some of us are in such a want and need and desire to be in a relationship that sometimes mm -hmm. we move our boundaries aside for the sake of, and that ends up just crashing and failing. I heard T.D. Jake say something a long time ago. He said, you'll get with someone, and I hope I'm saying it right. He said, you'll get someone, get with someone that you don't even like to keep from being lonely. Yes, that is very true. Yeah. That is very true. And so in that, I think we need to take to heart what, what you said, what educated us on tonight and take some hard looks at ourselves. We could not do everything today. This this episode won't hold everything. So <laughs> Absolutely not. We got about four more episodes to go. I'm down <laughs> for this. This is rich. Dr. J, thank you again. I appreciate you so much and nope. love you. Love you back. And and I'm going to see you up and around causing chaos and ruckus again. The shenanigans ain't really even started yet. The shenaniganery is, is on its way. <laughs> <laughs> I love this, it. This is just tomfoolery. We, yeah. we moved up to yeah. the shenanigans it's levels yet. to this. It's levels oh, to yeah. this. Oh, yeah. But I appreciate you. And we're going to have you back most definitely. I would love to. All right. Thank you, everybody, for listening. That's all we had time for. But stay tuned. Got some info. Oh, before we go. Tell us how we can find you on, of all things, social media. On social media. <laughs> well, you can always go to my website, which is DearDrJ.com. Hashtag go ahead and ask me um, anything related to sexual health. And you can also find me on Instagram at DearDrJ. Gotcha. All thank right. you again, and thank you everybody for listening. Come back, we got more from Dr. J coming, so don't even don't even miss it. It's gonna it's gonna be a hoot. Yeah. That's all we have time for on this episode, but we'll have more very soon. If you don't mind, follow us on Twitter and Instagram, right there at it's me wc one. It's me wc and the number one, all one word. You can also email us at waltcartmusic at gmail.com with ideas, suggestions, comments, and yes, criticisms. We welcome it all. Thanks for listening. And wherever you are in the world, wherever you may be in life, we pray peace, productivity, and prosperity over your life. The views and opinions expressed here are those of the host and do not reflect the official policy or position of Anchor.fm nor its affiliates. Any content provided by our writers, authors, bloggers are of their own opinion and are not intended to malign any religion, ethnic group, club, organization, company, or individual. <laughs>